What's up, all you aspiring Floridians, and welcome to the Moving to Florida show. Today, we're going to be discussing uh, should you rent or buy a home when you move to Florida, and then we're also going to have a little discussion about what is needed for each of those things. Uh, my name is Judson Osmond. I am your host of the show, along with co-host Mohit Badlani. How are you today, sir? What's up? What's up? All right. Are you excited to get into this topic? Let's do it. For sure. So I, I think something that we should address up front, you know, some people are lifelong renters. They don't want to own a home. Some people are the opposite of that. They can't see themselves renting and they're only going to live in a home that they own. So, of course, both of these things are fine, but we wanted to address the folks that are maybe undecided on this. So if you're in one of the first two groups, definitely still stick around because in a little bit we're going to be discussing what you need to rent a home or buy a home in Florida. But for now, let's get to the discussion of uh, renting versus buying. So let's go over kind of some of the pros and cons of each. Sounds good. So a pro of renting versus buying, you're not locked into a long-term con- I mean, contract or you're not locked into a neighborhood for per se. Right. I think this is, you know, especially since our audience is probably primarily going to be people that are moving to Florida from outside of the state. Maybe they've identified a place that they want to live, but they're not 100 percent or, you know, they're kind of scared that they might move to a place and buy it. And sure, maybe they love it and they're living in paradise. But then the next town over is even nicer and they want to move there, but they've already bought a home. So renting, especially when you're new to an area, could have some benefits there because it gets you in, but you're not locked in long term. Does that make sense? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And also a lot of people's jobs are where they have to move a lot and often. So maybe renting is their best option versus, you know, having a a home here in in Florida per se. Uh, If their job moves over to, you know, let's say Miami and then goes to Fort Lauderdale and all these different places in Florida that you could be in. I I know a lot of people that uh, travel a lot. And uh, maybe renting is the best option for them because they're they're not locked into uh, to a long term mortgage. For sure. And and speaking of relocations, you know, sometimes we do come across people that, um, you know, they just learned that they're relocating and they've got, you know, two or three weeks to find a place. Maybe they've only got one weekend off to actually come in and shop around. And, you know, that's probably a little too quick to, to find a home, identify a home that you're going to buy and get everything done. It's certainly not impossible. I know I've had clients that have done it before, but maybe shopping for a rental is a little bit easier as far as if you're in a real time crunch. Right, right. And plus, uh, 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 another good thing about renting is if you have a, you know, a lower credit score or don't have enough more, you know, money saved up for down payment or closing costs, maybe renting is the best option for you. Yep, that makes sense as well. So on the other hand, you know, a con of renting is you do miss out on the appreciation in your home if you're in a market that is appreciating, which Florida has, I mean, real estate in general appreciates over time, but Florida, especially we've been seeing massive appreciation over the last few years. So, you know, if you, if you move and rent for the first year or two, that could be a five or 6% of the home value each year that you're missing out on that appreciation that you could have locked in. Exactly. And since we just did our, our May update, uh, as you can tell from that uh, podcast, we've been going up three to 7% year over year on, on, on appreciations. Right. Yeah. Even, even in the face of COVID-19, the pandemic that we've got going on right now, we've still seen year over year appreciation. Absolutely. Another thing is you can't do you know updates to your home if you're renting. I mean, if you want to add a patio, uh, like an extension to your home, or you want to tear down a wall or something of that nature, you you can't do that in a rental property. 
Yeah, for sure. You're you're stuck with it. Kind of, it is what it is. You can't make those updates to make it fit your wants and needs better. You can just hang up pictures, put some holes on the wall, and that's about it. <laughs> that's right. Uh, and then another big thing is, you know, landlords can and will increase rents after your lease is up. Uh, I even see that kind of almost as a standard thing now. They'll they'll have it in the lease that it goes up, you know, X percent per year that your your rent increases. They've already built that into the contract most of the time. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, usually on on rent increases is anywhere from like three to five percent on rent increases as well. So if you're starting off, hey, you know, my rent is only fourteen hundred dollars. Next year it could be fifteen, and then the year after sixteen. So you're better off, you know, getting a, a consistent mortgage if you are planning on staying long term. For sure, and and I've even seen bigger increases than that sometime because if it's not spelled out in the lease you know, what that rent increase is going to be, the landlord can really do whatever they want. Once your lease is up, I actually had a client that contacted me. I had originally helped them rent the house out. And uh, after a couple of years, their lease was up. And of course we're in an appreciating market. So rents are going up too. And they said, Hey, our, our landlord is bumping up the rent $250 a month. I mean, that's, that's a huge increase. That's that's incredibly high. Yeah, that's that's so that's one of the things that you're going to have to be aware of when you are renting. Just make sure you read your lease correctly. Uh, there's a lot of stipulations on the lease. It is, uh, you know, legally made through attorneys in the state of Florida. So just just uh, pay attention to what you're signing. Oh, yeah. Always. Whether whether you're renting or buying, always read the documents and make sure you understand them. And, um, you know, us as real estate professionals, we can kind of maybe help you understand the documents a little bit, but we definitely, we are not lawyers. So if you ever have, you know, questions about a lease or, or a contract, you can consult with a real estate attorney. They can really, you know, make sure you understand what you're getting into. Also a big pro that I find, uh, this is um, personally my, uh, my biggest pro of purchasing is building equity in your home. I mean, year over year increases. I mean, you're going to get at least uh, at least a five seven percent bump on your home year over year, so you might as well you know build that equity. And you know when you do have to cash out, you you're going to make a profit, right? For sure. Every time you you pay a mortgage payment, you are paying your loan down versus paying a rent. I mean, you're you're really just. I can't say you're throwing that money away because you're getting roof over your head, but you're not making any investment. You're not gaining anything from that. Whereas with a home purchase, you are paying down that mortgage, which is building equity. And then again, paired with home appreciation, you're putting two things together to to hey, increase your net worth, right? Right, exactly. And and another, uh, I would say another pro into renting is that you don't have to have a whole lump sum up front. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, like you don't have to put twenty percent down, or five percent down, or three and a half percent down. All you have to do is uh, at least have uh, you know your security deposit, your first month's rent, and maybe your last month's rent, and that's about it. Right. Yeah. Typically, it is going to be cheaper to to rent a house at, at least up front. It's going to be cheaper to rent versus buy. Um, though there are some programs out there that can get you into a home pretty cheaply to purchase as well. So I, I think we'll we'll discuss those here in another you know minute when we get to what you need to rent versus what you need to buy. Um, Let's jump right in. What do what do we need to use? Uh, you know, what do we need to do to rent? down here in Florida? Well, to rent, I think you you really just covered it a minute ago. Uh, You're going to need a deposit, which is usually one month's rent. You're going to need to pay the first month's rent. Sometimes they will require you to pay the last month's rent. 
Um, most landlords and property managers are going to require a, you know, basically you to fill out an application that involves a credit check. They're going to want you to pay for those. So it's common to see 50, 60, $70 per person to apply for the rental, which, um, speaking of, they typically do want everybody in the household that's over the age of 18 to apply. Um, Correct. But the good thing is, you know, they're also going to count income for each of those people because another thing we see landlords commonly looking for is for the household income to be at least three times what the monthly rent is. Yeah. And uh, uh, let's see what we need to purchase a home. Minimum credit score of 580. Uh, there's a lot of programs that uh, that a lot of lenders do that start at 580 credit score. Uh, we would typically like it uh, around 640. Uh, that you'll get you'll get better programs that way, but I mean you just need a 580 credit score. Uh, you know, better credit equals better interest. You know what I mean? But um, uh, down payment for FHA is only three and a half percent, and you know five percent for conventional. Sometimes, if you're lucky, you can get a three percent conventional, depending on the program you fall under and right. your credit score. So I know I I did a three percent in my home uh, conventional because both of my mine and my wife's credit score was uh, above uh, a certain mark. So I think it's about seven eighty or seven sixty or above. You gotta have uh, you can have that too. That yeah. And then there's other programs like USDA, uh, VA loans. They, they don't require any down payment at all. Um, usually cl- closing costs then on top of that is usually two to 4%, which isn't too much, uh, two to 4% of the purchase price. For sure. And, um, I think you hit it there, but on the credit score, the better your credit is, the better your interest rate is going to be. And if you ever, you know, have any questions about what interest rate does to a loan over 30 years, go look up a, you know, a mortgage loan calculator and kind of play around with the interest rate. It makes a huge, huge, huge difference that, I mean, quite honestly, over 30 years of payments can add up to, to hundreds of thousands of dollars. So interest rate is a big, big deal. Here's another pro too. So let's say you do get in at a higher interest rate and you build your credit score and then you can always refinance yep, and then absolutely. get the lower rate of what or the market rate at the time. Absolutely. And and I know we did mention that a 580 is kind of the minimum credit score for um, FHA. That's what the credit score that most lenders are looking for, though, with FHA loans, you can have a credit score down to 500. But, you know, around that, you're going to have a much higher interest rate. And it's also going to be harder to find a lender that can actually get you the loan. But, you know, I don't want people to think it's not that it's totally impossible with uh, a credit score under 580. It is still possible. It's just a little tougher. Anything else you want to add on rent versus buying? Yeah, well, there's there is one other program that um, there's a company that I've worked with in the past that kind of does a, a rent to own program. Now, these aren't very prevalent. There aren't a lot of them out there, but we do have people ask about them a lot. So there is a, a company that I've worked with that does essentially what they do is the client has to go out and get pre-approved, quote unquote, pre-approved with them. And once they are approved for, you know, X amount of rent, we can correspond that to a purchase price. And so the the client will actually go out and identify the house that's for sale that they want this company to buy. The company will buy the house and then rent it back to them. So what they do is they can rent it for up to five years. And anytime in that five years, they have the option to buy the house back from the company. So it is a kind of kind of a way to make that uh, whole you know rent to own thing happen. It's you're not as you're paying the rent, it is still rent. You're not paying the the purchase price down. And of course, you know if they if they purchase the house for two hundred thousand dollars, 
they're not going to turn around and sell it for two hundred thousand. There is a little bit of a markup, but you know, it's a great option for somebody that say they've identified the perfect house, but their credit score is not quite there yet, or they don't have the full down payment. They can kind of combine renting and buying to to get that dream home for themselves. Yeah, I'm, I haven't used Home Partners of America, but I've heard great things about them. For sure. Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll tell our listeners if they want more information on that program, you can drop us an email at moving to Florida show at gmail.com and we can get you hooked up and, and get you connected for that. Sounds good. Yeah, I, I think that's um, pretty much it. Kind of a quick episode today, but that's kind of the ins and outs of, you know, should you rent, should you buy and, and what do you need for each? Um, you want to wrap it up for us, sir? Uh, let's wrap it up. Uh, if you'd like to connect with us uh, about moving to Florida, you can reach us at movingtofloridashow at gmail.com or visit our w- website at movingtofloridashow.com. Uh, you can also connect with us on you know social media, Facebook, Instagram, uh, at moving to Florida show. And for Twitter, we had to shorten it up a little bit at moving to FL show. Uh, be sure to subscribe to our show. We're on, you know, Apple, Stitcher. We're on um, iHeart. We're almost on uh, on every platform. So make be sure to, you know, automatically download us to your device. Get one step closer to moving to Florida. Mm-hmm.